For GateWorld.net, this is David Reed, and I'm here with one of my idols uh, for a long time, Mr. Robert Picardo. Bob, it is a pleasure to be here with you. Thank you, David. It's a pleasure to be here with you. <laughs> uh, you've been blessed with some extraordinary roles over the course of your career. Coach Cutlip on The Wonder Years, obviously the EMH on Star Trek. What was it about Agent Woolsey and Stargate SG-1 that made you want to add them to your tapestry? Well, uh... The fact that they called me on the phone and said they wanted me to do it had a lot to do with it. <laughs> um, you know, the, uh, the Stargate producers uh, very much like having uh, actors that are uh, identifiable to their um, predominantly science fiction audience. So, uh, understandably, they've, they've made offers to other Star Trek actors in the past. And, uh, and I read the first script, and I seemed like kind of a bad guy. But yeah. he seemed to be at least a... Uh, an honorably intentioned bad guy. Yeah. Um, he meant well. Right. And the fact that uh, um, the fact that he was a, a very difficult and prickly personality and gave so much uh, trouble to the beloved uh, Stargate regulars uh, was is it would have been a drag to have to come in and perform, except that the, uh, the members of that cast were so welcoming to me and so happy to have me on the show that they didn't confuse my character with, uh, with me, the person. So right. everyone was very gracious. I had a great time doing it. And uh, producers uh, Joe Malazzi and Paul Mooley are, are also um, uh, fans of mine, as I am of their work, and they seem to enjoy having me back. So uh, the character has, uh, has become more layered, and, uh, and considerably more sympathetic than his first appearance. Now, you've already shot The Scourge. Yes, I've shot The Scourge. Which is not aired. Um, what we know of it is that Woolsey joins a delegation off-world, and while you get into a bit of a... And while there, you get into a bit of a bug problem. Yes, a bit of a bug problem. <laughs> now, last time we spoke, you said you were looking forward to flexing your acting muscles for this episode. Did you, and what else can you tell us about it from Woolsey's perspective? <laughs> I use that awful expression, flexing my acting muscles. Well, it's amazing did. how bad we sound when people repeat our words back to us. That's why you should never do interviews. Don't ever do interviews, because what they do is they turn your words against you, and they make you sound sillier than you really are. Although in my case, I, 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 I have a good deal of, of silliness that I, that I have to lay claim to. But, um, uh, yes, I did flex my acting muscles. Uh, I thought I meant my action muscles, because there's a certain amount of action in the script. I am... Uh, we, we are on the run, uh, on the planet, uh, avoiding these, uh, uh, you know, in a, in a sort of a starship trooper scenario, trying to save our, ourselves from these, uh, these uh, ferocious uh, flesh-eating bugs. Right. Um, so there's a lot of running around. And, uh, and it, was, uh, it was fun to be, uh, you know, to be part of the A-plot this time. Instead right. Of just the sitting on a couch in the president's office B-plot. So I, I had a, a good deal of time, and again, I, I, uh, Michael and Amanda and Chris and, and uh, Ben are, are just great to hang out with. We had a lot of fun together, and they're, they're a really cool cast. I loved uh, We had an eating scene, and Chris uh, decided to try to crack us up with uh, innovative and interesting ways uh, to use a corn dog. <laughs> and, uh, and I have to tell you, he, uh, he, he really put his heart and soul into it. <laughs> Woolsey's constant argument has always been that a secret program such as uh, the Stargate program needs to have civilian oversight in order for it to function properly and be obedient to the will and the needs of the people. Uh, do you agree with that personally? Yes, 
I do. I think that uh, in principle, the uh, they're, they're, that uh, the military has to be responsive to um, you know to, to the populace. That uh, that there's always the chance that uh, certain rogue uh, elements in the military can can uh, really encourage us to pursue a course of action that may not be in the benefit of our uh, population at large, may not even be legal in the eyes of the world in the United Nations. I, of course, am making no reference to anything that's happening in the, in the present day, although there's certainly uh, a great deal of discussion about, uh, about that, that there are always, you, you, we have to question seriously any time we choose to use uh, military force mm -hmm. and uh, and that those there are a lot of questions that have to be answered and examined and sometimes if, if the questions are examined and answered too quickly and and the intelligence that we've gathered shoddy uh, then yeah. I think that uh, you know that um, very very serious mistakes can be made mm -hmm. does not mean in the least that I don't completely support our, our troops and our military because I, I admire and respect um, their uh, their passion mm -hmm. to protect their country and and the sacrifices that mm -hmm. they make. I just think that uh, that um, oversight is extremely important and careful consideration. There's a lot of metaphorical for this lot of things that are going on right now. Of course, um, would I would like to ask you a question about Star Trek Voyager, if you don't mind? Uh, you occupied the majority of seven years as the Doctor on the show. In the four years since, you've had time and reflection with your family. Was the job worth it, or do you feel that you sacrificed a lot? Well, I, I'm a pretty middle-class kind of actor. I like to go to work every day, and I, I, uh, I enjoy the routine of series television, assuming that you work on a show like Voyager, where uh, it was a great crew mm -hmm. and a great cast, and it was, a, it was a big, you know, it was a big family that I enjoyed being a part of. So it was a very pleasant experience. And yeah, there, there are weeks at a time where you might get scripts where your character doesn't have, you know, doesn't carry the ball or doesn't have something especially interesting to do. But over the, over the course of the seven years, I, am, I have nothing but, uh, nothing but appreciation for my character's great arc. You know, the, the, my, arguably, I had the best role yeah. of the series because I got to change so much because I started as such a kind of a blank slate and and and, and a reasonably two-dimensional you know uh, character who was not not even human but but aspired to certain things I mean I had the popular outsider role that that Brent Spiner had in, in Next Generation and, and uh, Jerry and, and, and Jerry also had uh, on Voyager as well, is that what you mean, uh, mm -hmm. Seven of Nine? That those characters that are outside of humanity but aspire to be part of it or understand it, uh, dating back to Spock as the, you know, right. as, as the first uh, outsider, uh, those, are the, those are the classic Star Trek roles and, and they have the best writing. And what was really wonderful about the Doctor was that he he didn't go to Starfleet Academy. He didn't have to be a hero. He didn't have to be good at anything outside of his dedicated area of expertise. So he could be cowardly. He could be <laughs> foolish. He could be a windbag. He could be, you know, a know-it-all. And and uh, I I really had great uh, comic potential there that I, right. that I could mine. Right. You were very 
hopeful that Woolsey would actually get to expand outside of his box of being just the hatchet guy, like you said. Yes. Did you, besides the action in The Scourge, did you get to grow on that as well? I think uh, uh, Joe Malazzi told me uh, when he first mentioned the script to me that uh, he thought we could have a little bit of fun tweaking Woolsey's character, and I think he did, I, and I certainly did. There's some humorous moments in it. There's some moments where we see a, a character who's reasonably unflappable and, and uh, you know, has a very kind of fixed worldview and, and what what he's supposed to accomplish in, in, in that situation. Suddenly, all that goes out the window, and, he, okay. and it's a very threatening situation, and, uh, and he, has his, uh, he has his moments of, shall we say, barely controlled panic. <laughs> Great. Should be a delight to watch. Well, I hope so, and I, I, I really enjoy working on Stargate, and I, I hope that uh, we'll see more of uh, Woolsey's barely controlled panic in the future. Uh, thank you very Thanks. much. My pleasure. Very much.